Are you ready? Uh, well, I will be ready if I click this button that I'm trying to find. All right. File what new. numbers this show? Say that again. What number? 312. All right, okay. All right, I'm on. <sighs> Okay, all right. <clears throat> Nothing to talk about today at all. So, end power jobs, Daily Mail buys iNewspaper. Oh, has the mail bought the iNewspaper? I didn't yeah. know that. Daily Mail, yeah. And uh, Channel 4's ice melting show. That was quite funny. I think the ice had it, actually. I, I just watched that. And, oh, dear. Um... I thought we got more sense out of the melting ice blocks than anything else. But well, there was two. Well, yeah, both of them together. I mean, you know. Otherwise, I'm getting so bored with the whole lot. They're all just saying the same stuff. They're all blaming each other. I don't get it. So, no. Well, I think as long as everybody goes and votes, you know, then we will have a clear-cut decision at the end. Otherwise, it's going to go on and on and on and on and on. You know. I mean, I am concerned, but there we are. I'm, I'm sure everybody is, so we'll just have to wait and see. But not long now. Two more weeks, and there we are. Is your phone near the microphone? Mm, yes, I'll just move it out of the way. Okay. So I've done uh, weather dogs. Um, no, they're not in here. I wonder where they are. Anyway, so I've uh, done a bit of housework this morning. What have you done? Vacuumed the bedroom, or my bedroom. Vacuumed the living room, vacuumed the hall. Well, that's it, really. There's a theme there. Loaded the dishwasher, made some breakfast. Well, toast. Very nice. Toast. Yeah, I was in the shop and I thought, I'm going to buy that really cheap sliced white bread for a change, which, you know, I never buy. I always try and buy something reasonably healthy, but it's very nice to have cheap processed bread every now and then, isn't it? We have that um, farmhouse bread, like a crust. That's what I'm talking about. I say, oh, you've got the one you have to cut up. The trouble is when I get a loaf normally from the baker's rather, or, or actually Sainsbury's do some very nice bread. Other bread-making stores are available. Yeah, but not as good. Um, and uh, you have to, you cut it. I do like cutting bread, but there's always crumbs afterwards. That's more clearing up to do. That is true, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, when you're on your own, you've got to be careful about this sort of thing. What, crumbs? Yeah, yeah, very careful. I'll tell you what, one thing we might talk about later. I saw Ulrika Johnson is uh, on the dating scene again. Was she on the dating scene before? Well, I don't know with Ulrika. She's always doing something and then disappears for a while. And then and then there's some uh, some pictures of her in the in the papers again and she's up to something else. It's strange, isn't it? I don't think I've seen her since Shooting Stars. No, I don't think I have either. That's why. So, so she's um, been putting out um, saucy pictures of herself on a dating app to try and find her Mr. Right. Why did she go on that um, TV show? What, where you get your bits out? No, that not <laughs> Naked Attraction. Why would you go on a TV show and display your display your lady garden or your meat and two veg? Why would you do that? Well, so there's no surprises, you know, when you finally hook up in the bedroom or the car. Well, what, what sort of surprises are they going to be? Well, not. Well, you know, you, you don't want an odd-looking one, do you? Well, I don't know how closely you look at them. 
Well, some have a bit of kink in them. Some have a, a few lumps in the wrong places. I've only ever watched it because it came on. I was flipping through, like everybody says, but I didn't. I didn't watch it in its entirety because I sat there for a minute, hearing these two people discuss another person's bits in a kind of cold and clinical way, which must have been very difficult for them. And I just wondered what makes you want to go and stand on TV. Like, I did notice there's a lot more trimming going on that uh, nowadays. I'm glad to see. Yes, but every now and again they uh, they have a, a bit of a a bit of an overbush. Well, men are really bad for that. I mean, I've never understood. I, I've shaved all my body hair off. When they've gone grey, just shave them off. I pluck the grey ones. Ooh, that's a bit on my chest. I have no hair anymore. Oh, right. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, I'm with you. I can't believe it anyway. I mean, I just wonder what goes through. Because imagine your mum and dad watching that or somebody you know, sending it to your friends as a laugh because you hadn't told them you were going to do it. Or worse, imagine your mum and dad on it. Do they have older people on it? Of course they do. You're a regular viewer then, aren't you? It's a family viewing event. It's a family viewing event? <laughs> with your children? Um, my daughter, yeah. She finds it quite funny. Does she? Yeah. I would have thought it would be damaging. <laughs> I mean, I I used to live under the... Oop. Yeah, they don't like me talking about this sort of thing. I used to live under the uh, imp- probably TV licensing because um, I've said I don't have a I don't watch television in the way that needs a license. No, I still get threatening letters though. Apparently, I'm getting a visit in the next three weeks, and they'll never visit. Well, they sent me a very nasty letter, very sort of you know, and you will be interviewed under caution and all that sort of thing. Yeah, just say no comment. Well, yeah, I won't be interviewed under caution. Because they'd have to arrest you for that. I can't hear you. The television's on too loud. <laughs> um, anyway, so we're, we're... Oh, yeah, so I just don't understand what the benefit of this programme is. I, th- I think what? I'd fail on the uh, on the knees. If it got up to my knees, I think I'd be off. Why? I've got my knees pointy outwards. All oh, right, okay. So it's bit- strange, isn't it? Yeah, so if, if if you think my knees point outwards, imagine what my penis looks like. Yeah? I don't want to. I mean, that that I, I always thought they were the same size and the same shape, but obviously not. Not the same size as my knees. No, no, no. Some seem to be much longer than others. Depends on, on the mood you're in. Does it? Yeah. All right, okay. Anyway, I didn't like it, so I won't be watching it again. Obviously, you do, and I, I find that very difficult to understand, to be honest. It's the, the Fred one that she should go on, isn't it? What? The, 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 the one with Fred, with the big beard. What are you talking about? Ulrika Johnson should go on the dating show with Fred. Oh, yeah, that one. Oh, the Frenchman. First dates. Yeah, yeah. Fred Siciliac, is it? Something like that. I don't know. That's something I haven't seen either, but I've seen him interviewed and, yeah. Or he does another one called uh, First Dates Hotel. Well, that seems to be the sort of um, fairly similar thing, doesn't it? Yeah. Do people go into hotels on first dates these days? Is this a new modern way? Um, Do they go into hotels? for? Well, I presume if you go to a hotel, you're thinking of shagging. Well, that's what I thought. It's a bit sort of presumptuous, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that's a bit strange. Sorry, I'm yawning. I'm quite tired. Ever since I banged my head, I keep getting sort of feeling a bit sick and then getting tired. Have you had yourself checked out? 
Well, not really, no. Okay. Maybe you should. Maybe, I don't know. <clears throat> One minute I'm okay, the next I'm not. Uh, anyway, back to, uh, back to, back to, back to, uh, yeah. Well, anyway, Ulrika Johnson, yeah, so she's uh, on the dating scene. I was just trying to find something other than uh, this, this excruciating election campaign. Well, I, don't, I mean, I don't know, but isn't it very offensive for Joe Swinson to say Boris Johnson is not fit? And didn't um, Nicola Sturgeon say this as well? Not fit to be a prime minister. I mean, I think that's slightly, that, that's just overdoing it, isn't it? He's quite fit, Boris Johnson. He's out on his bike and he goes for runs and stuff. Yeah, I think he's... But they all do that. It just annoys me. They all do that. I've no idea why why politicians think they should show that they they trying to keep fit when some of them blatantly are. I saw Jeremy Corbyn the other day wearing a tracksuit. I thought, well, that's just ridiculous. Um, what was he doing in the tracksuit? Walking. Right. Well, what, you know, he's not going to jog at his age, is he? I wish he'd jog on. No, maybe I had to beat that out. <laughs> Why? <laughs> that's uh, showing favouritism to everyone else other than him. Well, no, if you go, sir, I wish Joe Swinson would jog on and I wish Boris Johnson would jog on, then I think you're covered. Okay. All that. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it just it, it just it amazes me. It's sort of the, the enormous amount by some of the parties of negativity about the other side that they're putting out. They don't defend themselves well, do they, these politicians? No, not really. They just dig big holes. they also lead themselves open. I saw Boris Johnson being interviewed the other day and he was asked, well... How are you going to fund this? How is it? How much is it? Not how you're going to fund it. He said how he's going to fund it, but how, how much is it going to cost? And they're all asking everybody how much is it going to cost? Well, until you've actually broken the whole thing, you're not going to know. Uh, so maybe it's better at just giving a generalization, saying we're going to do this, we're going to do that, and everything else. And then they say, oh, it's all costed. And if you break down the figures on all of them, it's 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 what they think it'll cost. It's not costed at all because none of them know how much they're going to get in in tax revenue. And when they find perhaps all these great uh, plans they have is not bringing enough in, they're going to have to increase taxes or borrow enormous amount of money. If you increase taxes and, and then people have less money to spend, then the economy begins to go downhill fast, doesn't it? Couldn't they not just introduce the word try in their uh, manifesto? We'll try. That would be a very good idea. Yeah. Mm, very good idea. Very, very good idea. You see, now in Wales, where you are at the moment, in North, I know, but in South Wales, they're going to close down the steelworks and the Ford plant in South Wales, uh, making thousands of people unemployed. I don't understand how other countries, India, uh, can run our car industry, Jaguar Land Rover or Tata Steel running the steelworks, and they seem to have done a better job than we could do. We're still making the product because our workforce is better. And our steel's better, apparently. Well, not not now, because we're not going to be making any, are we? All right, so uh, buy it while you can. Well, I've just announced that, that uh, Steelworks in Port Albert is closing down. Mm. Well, we make, apparently, exceptionally good steel. Yeah, because there's different grades of steel, isn't there? Well, I thought steel was steel. I didn't realise that. No, there's steels. I think of swords. You're a swordsman. I am. Well, I've you, got a very nice sword here. Well, would you fight with it or would it break? Uh, this is more of a ceremonial sword, so it might break. I think it's not stainless either. 
So therefore, the not that it has to be stainless. The quality of the steel in that sword is 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 going to be for sort of display purposes only. Well, it's quite heavy, so maybe not. Have you tried hitting anything with it? Well, no, I don't really want to hit anything with it, to be honest. I mean, swords, because of how they were used in days gone by, I mean, they, they, as soon as you started sword fighting, I mean, great big nicks came out of the blades of the swords, and they soon became fairly obsolete. You had to replace your sword quite regularly, unless you had it hardened, of course. I imagine quite a few were, but some weren't. I'm sure the nicks, though, help with the uh, the, uh, the death infliction, though, don't, don't they? Well, probably, yeah. Depends what the sword is used for. Anyway, let's not talk about this. It's rather gruesome. Rather, rather gruesome. Mm. Um, I see the uh, the Prince Andrew uh, debacle is getting worse. Why doesn't he just go and talk to the police or the FBI or whatever? How can it get worse? Well, no, I mean, it, it's just ridiculous. It's It's pulling the royal family down. I don't want to see this. You should just disappear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but you know, um, when the uh, the media get bored with, uh, I just I think you know if he says he's got nothing to hide, just go and say that to the FBI or the police and get it over with. But hello, darling. How are you? Are you all right? Sorry, talking I, to the dog. Oh, okay. Um, oh, she's come to sit with me. Oh, that's nice. You like that, don't you? Let's have her ears tickled. Um. What was I talking? Oh, yeah. Why on earth doesn't Jeremy Corbyn just say, look, I'm very sorry, but we had members of the Labour Party who had obviously displayed views that were not uh, um, not acceptable in our organisation, and they will be and have been dealt with, and I apologise profusely. Well, that's a sensible statement. Yeah, why didn't he do it? I've no idea. Why didn't he do that? Well, he didn't. I don't know. I mean, I really don't know. Why would you not do that? You haven't admitted anything yourself. You've just said that there's been yeah. issues. You're sorry. And there for have them. been people expelled from the Labour Party for having anti-Semitic views. So, what is the problem with saying I'm very sorry about it? Ammunition for the other side, I suspect, is what he's thinking. But it, it's not, though, is it? Well, no, I mean, you know, and continually people are bringing up things Boris has written in the past and said in the past, and haven't we all? Gosh, if I was standing to be a, an MP, I hate to think what they bring up, what I might have said. A lot of it in jest, you know, like one of my big things was um, when when, there, when one of the biggest crimes everybody was talking about, and it doesn't get mentioned so much, if at all, anymore, was car theft, you know? Car theft was quite uh, quite prevalent the whole time. And I suggested when you capture, because I didn't think capital punishment really puts people off committing a crime like murder... Because if you're prepared to do that, you um, uh, you probably don't think about the consequences anyway. True. All right? So I suggested, uh, why not have capital punishment for... Um, can I just looking at something on the desk? Hang on. How did that get there? Jimmy White. Oh, no, I was at the Curry Awards on Monday and... Somebody gave me their phone number written on the back of a card, which I thought said James Well, but it says Jimmy White. Jimmy White gave you his phone number? No, no, no. This is an old friend of mine, and I hadn't seen him for a long, long time, and he's not been very well, so he gave me his number, and I'm going to catch up with him. Okay. Um, so anyway, that took my mind over. I just saw it there. So uh, what was I talking about? I have no idea. 
Oh, come on. We're going to have to Oh, oh, oh I, No, no, no. I, I remember now. It's to do with um, car theft and capital punishment. Oh, yeah. So I, I suggested that we should hang, if we started with capital punishment, if you want it to make a difference, then for argument's sake, people used to say, well, car theft, it's just one of those things. Um, let's hang a couple of car thieves and display their bodies outside filling stations. Sounds good in principle, but I'm not sure... You know, that's going to put people off, isn't it? Yeah, but it's going to put people off buying petrol. Well, yeah, I know, but you're not going to see many, are you? And they could only be in certain garages, and it'll hit the front page of every newspaper and TV news story. Everybody will be talking about it, and very few people will want to go out and nick a car. Okay, all right, we'll do it for a couple of weeks then. Yeah. But, you know, I was saying that with my tongue firmly placed in my cheek. How about hang them from their feet while still alive? That's a bit more of a compromise. What, so until they die? No, until they sort of go a bit red in the face. Well, I'd let them die. I tell you, I don't think people put enough... Uh, um, uh, they don't realise how appalling and disgusting the crime of burglary and theft is that somebody breaks into somebody else's private space messes it up, takes things that they have no business being touching and everything else. And then uh, then they go and they admit to the police, oh, yeah, I'd like you to take another 50, 50, 60, 70, 100 uh, similar crimes into, um, uh, into consideration so they can't be done for those again. And they sit there smugly, as you said, going, no comment, no comment, no comment, no comment, uh, get locked up for a couple of uh, months and uh, they're out to do it again. There's a storyline in Coronation Street at the moment about that. Somebody's just buried their wife, and while they were burying their wife, their house got burgled and a laptop got stolen with all the video messages that the wife made before she died hmm. for the uh, their little boy that's only just been born. Exactly. So it's, it's horrible to watch. Worse if you're the person that's had it done to them. Just hang them. Hang the fuckers. Just hang them. And now I'm not saying that with my tongue in my cheek, actually. I actually mean that. So, <clears throat> that. But you imagine, 20 years in the future, I decide to become the Prime Minister. Mm. And then you get paid a huge amount of money for giving that uh, the recording of that to a paper. And Andrew Neal says, so, so James, um, you want to hang people for stealing cars or burglary. Do you not think that's going a bit over the top? Yeah, but all you need to say is, well, yes, my views back then were a bit stupid and simple, so I apologise. And then yeah. that's it. Yeah. Well, it doesn't seem to work for our current politicians, but anyway, yeah. I think you'd walk it, you know. If you put yourself forward, all the others would just bow down and say, we give up, have the job. I think you're right, actually. I am considering it. We'll just see how this, um, how this election plays out, and then if it doesn't really uh, come to any conclusion... I may put myself forward as, uh, you know, just as um, a single candidate. I'll be responsible for the Treasury. Yeah. Well, I knew you would. Do you know I'm feeling a bit tired today? Since I knocked myself out the other day, I'm feeling quite quite tired. Oh, God. Would you, would you like to go for a nap? I think I will in a minute. I've done this, and I've got to do the TV show tonight. You know, James Whale breaks the news. You can see that. Um, on, uh, where can you see that? Everywhere. i tell you what, I'll give you about 30 seconds nap, if you like, if I played the theme tune, which we haven't done yet. Oh, should we start the programme? Yeah, go and get yourself a power nap. <sighs> okay, I'll have a quick drink. <clears throat>
So here we go. Very good day to you. Welcome to the James Whale Radio podcast. Uh, another day, another podcast, another week, another podcast. Uh, everybody else is doing it now, aren't they? Everybody's doing it. The BBC do one, Sky do one. Everybody does a podcast. I think the BBC. I think do we one. should be looking for the next big thing: holographic podcasts. Well, I don't know. I mean, the uh, how long have we been doing this now? Uh, almost six years, I think. Yeah. So, and they're all there still. They're all there still. Yes. Yeah, and, and and it all started with me doing it on the phone. Yeah, with a little um, one of those earbud things that you get free with your iPhone. Mm. But a bit of solitaire. Yeah. And then it got on to we we built this magnificent studio. Yeah, I've got heating in mine now. Yeah, I've got heating in mine. It's a little bit high, I think, because it's flipping freezing today. But it's sunny. Way. I've even got studio lighting. Have you? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I have too. I've got a really nice angle poise light hanging over me, but I haven't got it on because it's daylight at this particular time and I've got the uh, shutters open and the sun is streaming onto my lilac tree outside the window. How is your lilac tree? We haven't heard about that for a long time. Have you not? I need a bit of a trim. Right. Yeah, needs a bit of a trim. Anyway, listen, we're doing the podcast, so we need to talk about sensible and serious matters. And, uh, you know, there's the there's an erection going on, and I suppose we need to talk about that a little bit. Um, Can you see that from there? Is that better? What are you doing? Well, I don't want you... Oh, shut up. Anyway, there's the election to talk about, and then there are very many other things to talk about. Uh, none of which come to mind, I suppose. Brexit, not really talking about that at the moment. It's all lumped in with the uh, the election, uh, which we dearly hope is going to come out at a, a conclusion rather than an in-conclusion, don't we? Um, I thought the debate on Channel 4 the other night uh, was won by the ice sculptures. I thought they did better than everybody else. I don't know if I should be that partial, but there we are, just saying. Um and uh, what else, what else is, uh, is is happening at the moment? Um, there's uh, oh oh, extinction. Whatever their faces name are, they're going to close down the capital and other cities in the run up to Christmas. That's nicer than isn't it? Again, yeah, they're going to do it again. And of course, certain politicians, I'm not going to name them, um, are siding with them and wishing them luck. And one even thanking, thank you for what you're doing. You know, I've never heard so much fucking shit spoken as I have about the climate. Look, the climate is changing. We do this every week. The climate's changing. We need to adapt to it. We need to clean up our act, okay, in all kinds of ways. But all this, we've got to rush and do it now. It's going to say, we're not going to save the planet. It's not going to suddenly become a benign climate because the climate will always change. We could have a couple of uh, dormant super volcanoes, of which there are a number on this planet, erupt, and uh, they're dormant, but they are active and they are huge, and they will change the climate in one fell swoop, as a matter of interest. We make too much rubbish, there's too much packaging, too much single-use plastic, all of that I agree with. But, you know, suddenly changing everybody's, oh, we don't want anybody driving a car, we want you all on public transit, well, you know... These people who are making these decisions to try and control all of us can f***ing well piss off. I like driving my car. You know, electric cars are going to put out just as much 
pollution. And mining the cobalt for the batteries for electric cars is going to cause enormous harm to this planet too. Not to mention the kids that mine it. Yeah. And, you know, the, the petrol and diesel engines are being cleaned up enormously. If we got rid of bikes so that cars didn't have to queue up in city centres all over the place, we'd be doing a heck of a lot better. They're doing it at the wrong time of year, because if you think about it, they're doing it at Christmas. And who well, are they going to... freezes their bollocks off. Who are they going to piss off the most? Santa Claus. And what happens when you piss off Santa Claus? You get a lump of coal as a Christmas present. Well, that goes against everything they stand for. Yeah, well, that's a good point. But an even better point is there is no Santa Claus. You know, that's another interesting story. Um, on the BBC when I've worked there, you are not ever to say, James, that there is no Santa Claus. Why? Well, because it upsets children, and we wouldn't want to do that on the BBC. And quite a lot of commercial broadcasters, too. Uh, would You know, you can, you can say there's no God, you can, but, but you can't say there is no Santa Claus. That's because it's a lie. See, I don't think kids are that stupid. My... They know you didn't come down the chimney with a bag of goodies for them. They just play along with it because it's quite entertaining. None of them believe there's a real Santa Claus. If they're so young that they do, by the way, then they're not going to understand if you say it's really your dad. My daughter knows that Santa Claus doesn't come down the chimney. Now. Your daughter knows there is no such thing as Santa Claus. Oh, she knows there's such thing as Santa Claus. Of course there is. What? Well, that's like saying there's no such thing as Disney World. There's Disney World. You can go and visit yeah. it. You can go and visit yeah. Santa Claus. He's an elected right. person in a, in a in Lapland. Let me put it this way. Mm. There is no Santa Claus that rides on a sleigh through the sky that lands on your roof and shoves presents down your chimney or even comes through the front door and starts snogging your mum. Well, who is it then? I've no idea, but it's not Santa Claus. Anyway, back to uh, more important issues because, you know... Don't want to disturb and upset the little darlings, do we? Coal. Give them coal for Christmas. Wrap it in plastic first. <laughs> but, you know, this whole climate thing, it, it, and, and some of the leaders of some of the parties are encouraging them to do so, which I find absolutely appalling and ridiculous and stupid. You know, we need to, we need to keep this, this planet cleaner. And, yep, sure, the Industrial Revolution did a lot of harm, I'm sure. Uh, but the planet will cope. And, and people will go on about the sea levels rising. Well, of course it's rising because the snow-capped poles at either end of the planet are melting. And they will continue to melt. And when they finish melting, that is officially, I'm told, the end of the Ice Age. That makes sense. Because, you know, the, the, those the poles weren't necessarily covered in snow and ice. There's got to be a more practical way of, of uh, slowing the uh, climate change down, surely. You can't slow nature down. How would you do that? Um, why would you do it anyway? What would you, why would you slow it? You have no idea if we attempt to change the way we're affecting the climate, that might have even more detrimental effect. And that, by the way, nobody on this podcast, is denying that climate change happens. And nobody is denying that climate change will make it very difficult for uh, human beings, in particular, but well, probably all parts of the planet, some worse than others. The sea level will rise. You know, four or five hundred years ago, the sea level was higher than it is now. 
Can we pump seawater into deserts? Well, interestingly enough, deserts never used to be. You know, there are parts of this planet that were habitable, maybe hundreds, thousands of years ago, and are not habitable now. And I presume in the future there will be lots of parts of this planet that become uninhabitable and other parts that uh, you could live in again. So there will be movement uh, of um, populations. And that has happened over over history, hasn't it? Indeed, yeah. But I'm still thinking we pump the seawater into the deserts. There's plenty of sun in the desert, so we can do it all by solar-powered energy. And then uh, all the deserts will have water in them. It'll seep into the sand, and the sea level will drop. I'm not sure that adding another ocean, which is what you would do, presumably, if it didn't, it would only sink so much into the sand, wouldn't it? Yeah, and then it becomes solid ground, wouldn't it? It'd be like, put a bit of cement with it, you build on it. The only thing that's going to happen if uh, this bunch of, uh, of, of hippies decide they're going to try it, and, the, you know, they're all sitting around dancing and, you know, and uh, having a fag and uh, playing music and uh, doing all that, and uh, peace and love it happened in the 60s. It'll just get on everybody's nerves, and people just, just actually, I don't really care. I'm driving a diesel, and that's it. Now sod off and leave me alone. You don't want to upset the shoppers at Christmas. I mean, you've seen what happens on uh, Black Friday when they all go storming into all the stores. Imagine being stopped getting to the shops for Christmas. See, what I can't understand is why you would want to go shopping on a Black Friday. Do it all online. Well, doing it online is bad for the environment because it encourages all those little white vans to run around all over the place. Naturally, those people in Extinction Rebellion drive a whole load of shit vehicles. Yeah, old ones. Camper vans and everything else, they must be pumping out loads of crap. Not to mention the tents, all those plastic tents. <laughs> Not to mention the tons of litter they left behind last time they did this. Not setting a very good example, are they? No, no, not at all. And uh, they're not doing anything that hasn't been done before by previous generations. It's always, you know, generations in the sort of early 20s and teens. And then you always get the oldies as well who want to, uh, you know, the oldie, old hippies, don't you, in their 70s and 80s. Yeah, the ones that have enjoyed all the uh, benefits of uh, coal and all the rest of it. And then they, uh, they're going to pop the clogs soon, so they think, well, we better do something about it. Yeah. And ruin it for everyone else. Anyway, okay, so uh, there, you want to get in touch and let me know your thoughts on this. Uh, don't forget, jameswellradio at gmail.com is the uh, email address, isn't it? It is, and if anyone's got any spare pipes and uh, solar panels, I'll uh, start up a new yeah. uh, campaign to uh, make a new ocean. We call it what? What okay. can we call the new ocean? Oh, hang on, hang on. Uh, Whale Sumer. Whale Sumer. Yeah. Okay. You know this whole thing, by the way. Uh, we've been asking people to send in their jokes. Mm-hmm. It's been doing quite well, hasn't it? We get quite a few now. Yeah. Yeah, we should do a book. They're not really our jokes, though, to do a book, though. Well, I'll get them to sign a disclaimer. I don't think they're their jokes, either. <laughs> I think they're just sending jokes. I've got a couple. I'll just do one now. Uh, and again, if you've got them, jameswhaleradio at gmail.com. Uh, Annie Clark. Thank you very much, Annie. And this is the joke Annie sent in. Jane is in school, and the teacher says, today we are going to learn about multi-syllable words. Hang on a minute. What well, you got last week's notes? 
Oh, God, have I? Yeah. Oh. Well, yeah, I have. Did that last week. Oh, bollocks. Hang on. How did that happen? This will all have to be edited out. Of course. How did that fucking happen? Oh, bollocks. Now, you know when your cursor off? Um, you said we were on 312. We're on 313. We are, yes. Yeah, well, you said 312. Then, then I am incredibly, incredibly, incredibly sorry. Yeah, I should bloody think so. See, it wasn't hard, was it, really? What? I've made mistakes in the past, and I'm really sorry. Yeah, but not sorry enough, honestly. Well, there's no point apologizing. That's probably why they don't apologize. Is it? Because Andrew O'Neill go, well, you're not sorry enough, are you? Mm. Well, you can shut the f*** up now. Right, so, uh, Craig Thompson. Hi, James and Robbo. Greetings from sunny West Wales. It's difficult to get out of West Wales. I suppose that's uh, Aberystwyth around there, isn't it? Um, Craig here from uh, Black Cat Asylum. Yeah. What the f- what's that? He's not in an asylum. Should I be reading this out? I don't think he's in an asylum, no. Oh. Is this a joke? No, you're reading the Wales Mail now. Oh, okay. Just wanted to let you know, James, that I am thoroughly enjoying your book, Almost a Celebrity, and to any listeners out there who haven't got a copy yet, do yourself a favour and buy one or two. It will make a cracking Christmas present. Yeah, it tells you all about my surreal life and is available via the shop on our website at jameswhaleradio.co.uk forward slash shop any news on whether the show will feature any music again and are you planning a sequel all the best Craig well you never know you never know um and this isn't a joke either is it so uh this is from Asher hi Asher uh, Hospital Radio Chelmsford. Oh, gosh, I think I've met you, Asher. Didn't you come along when I worked for the BBC in Essex? Uh, the name, actually, now you said that. Yeah, rings a bell. Yeah. Uh, Hospital Radio Chelmsford celebrating 55 years on being on air and doing a marathon broadcast this weekend starting on Friday. Is there any chance you could record us a happy birthday message so we could play this out, please? Kind regards, Asher. Um. Yeah, I could do that, couldn't I? Oh, we do it now, and then they'll get it played out on this, and then I'll send them a copy. Oh, okay. Uh, so this is for all of the you working at Hospital Radio Chelmsford celebrating 55 years of being on the air. That's longer than I've been on the air. So congratulations, and I hope your marathon goes well. I, uh, I the the longest I ever did on air was at the Millennium, and I lasted 20 hours. That was about it, 20 hours of continual talking at the Millennium Dome on Millennial millennial Eve. Millennium Eve? Millennium. Anyway, uh, so well done. Congratulations on making it to 55 years, and uh, everybody say hi to Asher. How's that? Well, you didn't add your name. They won't know who you are. Um, If I just say, oh, hi, this is James Whale, and this is a message for all those of you who are doing your mammoth broadcast in celebration of 55 years at Hospital Radio Chelmsford. Well done to everybody, and congratulations. Did that sound sincere enough? Well, yes. Are you sure? Yeah, I could always put a few uh, filters on it. Okay, well, yeah, do that, because I want it to sound sincere. I'll put the sincere filter on it. 
Yeah. Well, listen, I'll tell you what. Why Shall I, shall I do a joke now and then do tech talk and then another one or what? Yeah, we'll do it that way, yeah. Have I spoken about anything serious on the programme so far? Um, would it hurt your feelings if I said no? Wait, I just need to throw in something, you know, a bit newsy and a bit serious. I was going to do... Did I do anything about this extinction rebel? I mean, rebellion? You did, yes. All oh, right, OK. Uh, right, Cat Jones has sent in a joke. I found the page. I haven't read this before. Obviously, that's pretty obvious, isn't it? Yes. So, <clears throat> bear with me. A woman goes to the doctor and complains that her husband is losing interest in sex. The doctor gives her a pill, but warns her that it is still in its trial phase. He tells her to slip it into his mashed potatoes at dinner and come back and let me know how you got on. So that night, she does just that. About a week later, she's back at the doctor, where she says, Doc, the pill worked great. I put it in the potatoes. Like you said, it wasn't five minutes later that he jumped up pushed all the food and dishes onto the floor, grabbed me, ripped all my clothes off, and ravaged me right there on the table. Ha! The doctor says, oh, I am sorry. I didn't realise the pill was that strong. The drugs company, I'm sure, will pay for any damages. Nah, she says. That's OK. We're never going back to that restaurant again. <laughs> <laughs> Where do people get all these jokes from? Because I must confess, I haven't heard any of that I've read out. It's just the way you tell them. All right. Maybe I should do stand-up. Right. Uh, let's do Tech Talk on the James Orwell podcast, which is available, of course, to download. Well, you know that. You're listening. Why would I say that? Well, they might be listening on their favourite radio station. Yeah. I've always uh, I've always said that when, when uh, radio stations say, don't forget to plug the uh, frequency in. I say, well, people are listening. They must know what the frequency is. Ah, uh, but it might be in a car, you see, and it's somebody else's radio they're listening to. Oh, that's a good one. Okay. I stand corrected. I need one of those things. <laughs> to, to stand corrected? No, that you talk to and it turns your radio on or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. well, I can wrap one up for Christmas for you. Yeah, but uh, no, I, I'd have to get someone to, to program it, wouldn't I? I could do that remotely. Can you? All hmm. oh, right, okay. Yeah. Because I've got one in the car, but I haven't worked out how to use it. Okay. Well, no, it's not that one. It's just a voice command if I want to phone somebody. Yeah. I just press a button, but it doesn't work every time. I have Alexa in the car. Oh, do you? Hmm. And is she okay? Yeah, she uh, passes the time away while I'm driving. That's appalling. You shouldn't be doing that while you're driving. Uh, anyway, tech talk. Because uh, I think we're running out of time. Twitter announced at the beginning of the week that they were going to kill off all accounts that haven't been used for six months or more. Oh, dear. We're all going to lose millions of listeners. Well, that was the... Uh, the or followers. The, the, the worry. Um, they put that on pause now, though, because there was a lot of people complained that their loved ones who may have passed on, their uh, Twitter account would have had all their photographs and all their messages mm. and comments... So they were a bit concerned about losing those. So Twitter have sort of gone away and are having a think about how to memorialise those. And then we're going to lose all our followers. So if you don't use it, you're going to lose it. Yep. So you have to log in. You've only got a few weeks to log in to keep your account. Mm. Yeah. So if you only ever use it occasionally to send me a rude message, do it. Uh, Johnny Ive has left Apple. Who's he? 
Designer of the iPhone, iPod, iMac, iWatch. Mm. He's gone. Why? Well, he's gone and set up his own company called Love From. Love From? Yeah. That's a stupid name. Yeah, and uh, the biggest client of Love From is Apple. So the question is, has he really left <laughs> Apple? Obviously. Why? It's a way of saving tax, isn't it? They've, uh, they've deleted him off the uh, staff all on their road website it was one of those people that over designed stuff to the mm. point where you could never fix it and that's why everything became expensive to fix oh well that's why they got rid of him he's one of those who thinks he's cleverer than he is he is quite clever to be fair is yeah, he he's, oh, okay. he's actually quite a nice guy to be fair. Mm. oh uh, i didn't know you knew him i, I don't know him i just i followed him over well, how the do you years. know if he's a nice guy because he every year he gets up on stage and he starts talking don't be ridiculous what, you think he might not be a nice guy? Well, you can't tell from someone who just gets up and talks, can you? doesn't have a dodgy face or anything. I mean, some people think you're quite a nice guy, but you're the biggest shit I've ever met. One you can't flush. Oh, shut up! I was out on Monday night, and, and we were coming back in a taxi, and I don't know how this happened, but the conversation turned round to farting. Right. And how, how embarrassed and how, I mean, I don't fart in company anyway. I was going to say that's actually impossible, but carry on, yep. Well, I don't. And uh, then one very, very um, uh, posh woman, her husband, who was also in the cab with me, said, well, I do. She said, I, I, I tried to cover it with a little cough, but, you know, it's just I've always been like that. I never. I didn't even know women farted. Some women fart when they cough. Really? And this guy, who really nice guy, and uh, is sort of um, um, owner of a big, big company, said, "Oh yes." He said, "I I walked into a board meeting the other day, and unfortunately, I just walked in and I couldn't stop it." And <laughs> he said, "The funny thing was, they all looked at me and didn't know whether to laugh or not, because of course he was their boss." What would you do in that situation? Hey, thank you. I'm I'm not accusing you of doing it. It's okay. I think I'd just style it out. Yeah, I would. But I, I don't do it. But yeah, I would. I would fart yeah. and then follow that with a lot of uh, my own sort of vocal noises going. <laughs> Have you ever done it in an embarrassing position? Uh, no. Never. I have shat myself a couple of times. What? What? Have you? Yeah. Yeah. Why or how? Every now and again, you're not Gosh. well, are you? And you just you're just so far away from the toilet that you can't. There's nothing you can do. Well, that's embarrassing. How did you manage to? Well, I don't know. It's not. How good. did you handle that? But you just eventually get to a toilet, don't you? And usually, both times it's happened, the uh, because I wear really decent underpants, you're able to sort of catch everything. And uh, what? <laughs> you, know, you sort of have to dispose of them, not down the toilet, obviously in a bin. Oh, you know? that is gross. Well, I'm sure there's lots of listeners out there that have had it done to them. It's not something I really ever discuss, and I'm just. I was just, I can't remember how this conversation arose, but 
I've just, you know, uh, I, I said, I said, I don't, I don't really like to talk about this sort of thing. I've never even thought about it. I mean, gosh, how embarrassing just to walk in somewhere and you couldn't, and it just, oh no, this has ruined my tech talk. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, get back. Edit that. That was not worth doing. Gone. Uh, Netflix accounts are being reactivated without permission. Why? Uh, hackers have been uh, sort of uh, hacking in, finding out the login details of deactivated accounts, and then obviously when you log back in again, it reactivates them and bills the original owner. Well, that's a bit annoying, isn't it? Yeah, and they're being sold on eBay, apparently, for about three quid a popper. Really? Yeah. <laughs> You've got Netflix, oh, haven't you? Damn. Yeah. I better check that out. Well, you're using it, so you're okay. It's when you deactivate it because you don't want to pay anymore, and then a few months later mm. you find out that someone else is... Log back in using your details and your bit being billed. Anyway, go on. Uh, well, that's rough, but about it. I mean, uh, you got until the end of today to register your drone, otherwise you're going to get a £1,000 fine. Good, I hate drones. They're really annoying. And obviously it's Black Friday, so... Mm. You've got loads, haven't you? Drones? I used to have mm. a few. I used to sell them. And don't you anymore? No. Why? Because after you've had one for about an hour, they're completely useless. I thought people use them for taking photographs of uh, the neighbours in compromising positions. Once. Right. You fly over your house once, take a few photographs, show your friends, oh, look at my house, I've taken a photograph with my new drone. You may go down on the beach, and then it stays in its box and never gets used ever again. All oh, right. Okay. Well, I didn't want one anyway. Uh, right. Should we do another joke? Go on, then. Mike for Harrison. Hello, Mike for Harrison. Mike, number four, Harrison. My dad's pub used to be called the Harrison in King's Cross. Um, here's a joke he sent in. And w many more of your jokes. If you've got any jokes, just email them to jameswellradio at gmail.com. Now, one Christmas, Mrs. Jones invited the milkman in for breakfast. After he finished eating, she took him by the hand, led him up to the bedroom, and seduced him. After the encounter, as he was heading to the door, she gave him a pound coin. The milkman, puzzled, asked, What's this all about? Mrs. Jones replied, It's our way of saying thank you for delivering the milk throughout the year. I'm still confused, said the milkman. Well, she replied, I asked my husband what we should give you this year. And he said, F him, give him a quid. And the breakfast was my idea. <laughs> that is really funny. <laughs> but both those jokes were really good. Oh, dear me. Really, really good. Okay. <laughs> so please uh, send them in, jameswellradio at gmail.com. In fact, somebody rang me on my radio show on Talk Radio, Monday to Friday, 7 o'clock till 10 in the evening, uh, and said how much they enjoyed them. So there we are. Uh, questions mm. for the whale, then. Should we get, because we're running out yeah, of time. Yeah, yeah. G. Matheson. Uh, who is the most unlikely person you can think of to sing a Christmas song, and what song would you suggest for them to sing? 
To sing, okay, the most, uh, the, the person who I think would be the worst person at singing a song would be Rob. And the reason why is because he can't f***ing sing. I can sing. Go on, then prove it. What song would you like me to sing? We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a something New Year. Here we are. See, I was right. Next question. Uh, Kevin Whitehouse. Have overhyped movies like Star Wars passed their sell-by dates? Yeah, I think they have. Nah, check out Mandalorian on uh, Disney+. Plus. Awesome. Mando? Mandalorian. It's got Baby Yoda in it. Oh. Baby Odor? Yeah. <laughs> that's... Uh, what sort of sick smell? That's... that's uh... Anyway, go on. I might have to complain about that to Ofcom. Why? You can't have a go at the Jedi religion like that. <laughs> Carry on. Uh, Rob James, I missed the live final of the UK Hairdressing Championships. Do you know if there were any highlights? Uh, there were, but I'm sorry it's embargoed until next week. Uh, Sally Jane Leggett. Sure, that's Leggett. Le- Le- g- g- Spell it. L E. Double G E double T. Legged. That's what I said. Made up name. Are you happy, James? Ecstatic. And lastly, Lee Stevens. Mm-hmm. How's your Swede? Uh, it's okay. Thank you very much indeed. Yeah, last time I looked. But there we are, the questions. I can't believe it's so good. So fing good. There we are. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, I'll talk to you later. Will you? I thought we finished. Well, I've never heard you say I'll talk to you later. I normally just do the show and that's it for the week. Yeah, well, that's why I was just being polite, so f*** off. to the James Well Radio Show. For more information, visit www.jameswellradio.co.uk. Why not check us out on facebook.com slash jameswellradioshow or follow James on Twitter at the James Whale. James Whale, the voice of reason.